Hey there, I'm Rachel Roberts, and this is Don't Sleep On It by HuffPost. Today, we're talking about a positive update on the rape kit backlog, and everything you need to know about the new process for traveling in Europe come 2021. But first, you've probably heard that a federal judge sentenced former Trump campaign chairman Paul Manafort to additional prison time on Wednesday, increasing his total prison sentence in the cases against him to about seven and a half years. This defendant is not public enemy number one, but he's not a victim either. U.S. District Judge Amy Berman Jackson of the District of Columbia said before imposing her sentence, which came to just over six years. If you're wondering how this adds up to just seven and a half years of prison time in addition to his previous sentencing of 47 months, it's because some of this sentence will be served concurrently with the sentence a judge handed down to Manafort in Virginia last week. Manafort, Judge Jackson said, engaged in wrongdoing not just to support his family, but to sustain a, quote, opulent lifestyle, including more homes than one family could enjoy, and I'm quoting here, more suits than one man can wear. However, that's not all that happened with Paul Manafort yesterday. Less than an hour after Manafort was sentenced on federal conspiracy charges in Washington, Manhattan District Attorney Cyrus R. Vance Jr. announced that new charges were filed in the state Supreme Court last Thursday. Manafort has been indicted on 16 new charges in New York, including residential mortgage fraud. In the year-long fraud scheme, Manafort and others falsified business records to illegally obtain millions of dollars, Vance said in a statement. Vance didn't pull any punches, continuing, quote, No one is beyond the law in New York. And important news for the rape kit backlog. Over 1,000 arrests and hundreds of convictions have been made in the three years since officials started DNA testing evidence in over 100,000 sexual assault cases around the country. This was done with money from federal authorities and Manhattan District Attorney Cyrus R. Vance Jr. Yes, the same one I just told you indicted Manafort on 16 new charges in New York. It's estimated that another 155,000 or more sex assault evidence kits still await testing, and thousands of results have yet to be linked to suspects. Many of the suspects who have been identified can't be prosecuted because of legal time limits and other factors. Still, the effort is a significant start at correcting, quote, an absolute travesty of justice, Vance said Tuesday while releasing the results of his $38 million investment in DNA testing, all outside his own turf. That backlog not only undermined justice and perception and reality of equality, it also made every woman and every American less safe, Vance said. Law enforcement and lawmakers have faced growing calls in recent years to eliminate what's known as the rape kit backlog. Swabs and samples collected in sex assault cases but never tested for DNA. Victims' advocates see the untested kits as signs that sexual assaults weren't taken seriously enough. Vance took office after New York City cleared its own testing backlog. And now, he and the Department of Justice's Bureau of Justice Assistance have worked in tandem since 2015 to help other places tackle theirs. Vance is clearly a busy man. 
and Americans long used to flying off to Europe with just a ticket and a valid passport can expect to face a slight hurdle in 2021, when several European countries are scheduled to enact a new travel security system. Simply put, it means doing a little more paperwork and paying a small fee before your trip to France or any of more than two dozen other countries. The forthcoming European Travel Information and Authorization System will charge €7, Euro, about $8, for would-be visitors from visa-free countries to complete the required application online. Approval will be valid for three years. The United States is one of more than 60 countries whose nationals currently do not need a visa to go to the European Union. Soon, though, people from all of those countries will need to apply through ETIAS if they want to go to the Schengen area. What is the Schengen area, you ask? The Schengen area is named after the Schengen Agreement, a 1985 treaty that made it easy for people from certain nations to travel between European countries for short-term stays. The area comprises 26 countries, including many but not all of the countries in the European Union. A few, such as Iceland, are part of the Schengen area, but not part of the EU. Notably, Britain is absent. The application is estimated to take no longer than 10 minutes to complete. And the European Commission expects around 95% of applicants to be approved within minutes. So why is this all happening? It's just a new security measure. The system will conduct, quote, pre-travel screening for security and migration risks of travelers benefiting from visa-free access to the Schengen area, two European Commission leaders said in a statement last year about the proposed change. The whole thing was approved in 2018. There has been some confusion online, however, after a few news outlets referred to ETIAS as a visa. To be clear, the European Commission states unequivocally in a fact sheet on its website that the ETIAS authorization is not a visa. Officials also confirmed to the Washington Post that Americans will not need to apply for visas to go to Europe. But if you don't want to deal with the paperwork, better get to Europe quick. 2021 is just around the corner. And here's what else you shouldn't be sleeping on. President Donald Trump has announced an immediate grounding of all Boeing 737 MAX 8 and MAX 9 planes in the wake of a worldwide boycott of the model following two fatal crashes within five months. Boeing, responding to Trump's announcement, said it, quote, continues to have full confidence in the safety of the 737 MAX, unquote, but had recommended the ban to the Federal Aviation Administration, quote, out of an abundance of caution, unquote. And California Governor Gavin Newsom on Wednesday announced an indefinite moratorium on the state's death penalty, suspending a practice he believes discriminates against marginalized communities while failing to make the state any safer. The Democratic governor signed an executive order granting temporary reprieve for the state's 737 death row inmates. For more about how these stories develop, head to HuffPost.com. And now, you really gotta get up. Bye!